Look, I'm tired. I can't do this anymore. I got way too many irons in the fire and it's it's literally just tearing me apart. Is your cup full? Now, are you overloaded with tasks? What do you do? How do you manage them all? Let's talk about it. Welcome to the Hijack My Life podcast, your top podcast for achieving personal growth and success. My name is Gene A. White Jr. and I help busy individuals like yourself take back control of your life from the world that wishes to monopolize your time, your talent, and your energy. In today's episode, we're going to uncover 10 ways that you can fill up your cup when life gets hard. So if you're ready, I know I'm ready. So let's go. Have you ever heard that you should fill up your cup first? You know, most of the time we hear this word in or this message in connection with self-care. But like, what does that really mean? Let me explain. It means that you should fill up your cup or you need to pour into yourself. And then you also need to do that first and foremost, you know, before you go pouring into other people. Now, there are a lot of ways that you can fill your cup. And in today's episode, I just kind of want to walk you through uh, 10 ways that you can achieve this goals. Now, these are not all inclusive. These are just suggestions. And there are many ways that you can do this. But there are 10 ways that I, you know, want to actually just share with you. So I've recently accepted the reality that I am a people pleaser. And sometimes I find myself like not being authentically me because I'm concerned with what others may think. See, when my cup is overflowing with all this stuff and my mind is overrun with all these thoughts, I can't effectively be present and available for others who really need me. I mean, let's face it. I'm only one person with a limited number of hours in the day. I can't do everything. And despite my best efforts, when this happens, I'm left feeling exhausted, right? So what do we do? Here, you know, here's some examples. Men, when you're the primary provider or the head of the house and you're under pressure, it seems like from all sides, what do you do? How do you handle it? Sometimes it feels like nothing that you do seems to be right. Honestly, it's tough. I, I feel you. I'm in that boat. Ladies, when you're balancing work and home and parenting duties and the demands that your family or your friends and society, they put on you, like, what do you do when you start to feel overwhelmed? And, you know, people who care about you, they can they can see that you have all of this going on. They can see that you're overwhelmed. They they recognize your situation. And if they're sincere and they're intent, then they can feel some sort of obligation to help you. And they may offer that help. But how? 
how? Sure, there are some tasks that people can potentially take off your plate and that'll help to alleviate that pressure. But it's like poking a pinhole in the cup to let some of that water out. But lots of time, that relief is only temporary and it doesn't do enough to solve the problem. Like personally, that's how I feel every day. In fact, I've gotten to the point where I think my body has just learned to operate at a high level of stress, which I know, I know it's unhealthy, but you get to balance in work, family, friends, church, school, this podcast, it, this, this podcast is actually like therapy and um, each part of the production process from, you know, coming up with a topic, researching it, recording it and editing like all of it. I really do. I love it. But even that is just another thing that I have to add to the list of things that I already do. Now, I started this podcast in January and I was enjoying the journey and, you know, rolling along. And after eight, about eight episodes, I just couldn't keep up with the weekly drops because I hadn't developed a system to just crank out that content. And even now, I understand that I need the system, but I haven't developed a system um, that I still need to to continue or to drop the content that I would like as often as I would like. And because I don't have that system, I went about four months without giving you an episode. <laughs> Enter guilt. Do you feel guilty when you don't complete a task on time or achieve a goal that you set for yourself? Like that guilt feels like it weighs a ton. And for me, it consumes my mind because not only did I not complete what I set out to do, but I also have other tasks due or that need to be completed on top of the one that I'm feeling guilty about doing. So now I'm thinking about you, like when it comes to my guilt, right? Like you took the time to pop open your podcast player, Apple Music, Spotify, and you decided that you were going to listen to an episode or three of this show. And then I dropped the ball by not giving you more. Guilt, guilt, guilt. <laughs> and you may say, well, well, Gene, why don't you just take some of that something off of your plate? You know, just say no. And some of those things are not that important. And if you came and you told me that, I probably would give you the response that I'm working on it. I really am. I'm trying to. And it's definitely easier said than done. And I, I mean, I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish I could be more vigilant about my boundaries and what I will and what I won't do and accept, right? Putting myself first. But remember at the beginning of the show, how I said that I am a people pleaser. So in the past, OPP, now, if if I tell you OPP, some of you may remember that song by um, Naughty by Nature. And OPP for me right now is other people's perceptions. So in the past, other people's perceptions has been a high priority for me. And I still think that OPP is important. However, Putting other people's perceptions as a priority above your own happiness, it can actually be dangerous. 
You see, trying to be perceived in a certain light or keeping appearances just because you care too much about what other people think can be exhausting. It's like wearing a metaphorical mask to hide your true emotions. Now, I don't know about you, but coming out of a mandatory mask mandate, it was like a breath of fresh air um, to not have to wear those masks, right? Pun intended. So to wear a metaphorical mask and to hide your true emotions, it sucks. Your mental health matters. You matter. And that's a topic for a whole nother conversation, but we're going to get back to the whole filling up your cup, right? Or, or trying to relieve that full cup. To actually fill your cup of things that will give you the energy to be able to achieve the tasks that you are setting out to do, that means replenishing your mental, your emotional, your physical energy reserves. It means that you need to take a break and you need to recharge your batteries. Would you expect your laptop, your smartphone, or your tablet to function with a depleted battery? What happens when that battery is depleted and it's done? Well, those devices don't function. Now, while you are far more valuable than any device, you also do not perform well on a dead battery. So you got to fill up your cup. I mean, there's nothing else. You have to. So if you got to fill it up, you know, why is it so hard to replenish what's needed to keep you going effectively? Well, let's let's take a look at it. It's it's difficult to find time to unplug. Sure, the idea is appealing, and even though it's appealing, and when we can do this, and we want, we we desire to do that, it can be very difficult when you have an overloaded to do list that has got to be done today. And if it's not done, then the world may end. You don't want to disappoint somebody. Somebody will be let down. Everything appears to be a top priority. So what do we do? We just keep going. We just go like the little energizer bunny. And that running causes our cups to develop a slow leak of energy. And it can sometimes turn into a large leak. Now, our bodies and our minds are not designed to operate at full capacity all of the time. You are only one person and you only have limited resources. You're not in charge of the world. Now, it may feel like it and you may believe that you are, but you are not. And that's why it's so difficult to like replenish and and fill up that energy that you need to complete all of these things. Um, It's difficult. And stopping in today's hectic world is is really extremely difficult, but it's also possible. So sometimes all you need to do is just break for a day that's free of stress. <laughs> I've been really jamming this this joint by Dear Silas, um, and I found him on Instagram, or I was just say he found me because it it came across my timeline suggested, but. This Dear Silas song, I Ain't Stressing the Day. Yo, that's my joint. Like, 
it's a it's a wake up mantra that says I ain't stressing today. This is going to be a stress free day um, because that's a desire. So sometimes that's all you need is you need a break where you can just not have that stress. So take a break and just stop. That's all you got to do. Right now, what occurs if you don't fill up that energy, that cup? Well, you get burnt out. Google reports, they reveal that thousands of searches for the word burnout have happened in the past 30 days. And this is a trend that is not very new. It, it would seem that there is a problem here. You know, burnout is the result of not stopping to refill your energy, refilling that cup. Burnout is a state of mental, bodily and emotional depletion that's brought on by extended stress. Remember how I said I'm pretty much getting used to running at a high level of stress, which is not healthy. Our bodies are designed to tolerate short-term stress, but not chronic stress. You see, long-term stress has negative effects on the body. And this is not a secret. You know this. You, you start to feel bad when you've just been under a lot of different pressures and things that's chronically going on and giving you these issues but when you stop to refill and to get that energy back then you're going to be recharging your batteries in preparation for the challenges of the next day so refilling your cup is about taking time in the day to pause and do something for you it's about intentionally creating a space for you to be you it's not about you creating a space that's an empty placeholder that can be filled with another task or another meeting or another appointment. Like refilling your cup. And it's about self-care. It literally is. One of the ways that you can actually refill your cup is you can do, do, your, do your favorite hobby. It's a great way that you can practice self-care. You can write in a journal, smoke a cigar. That's me. <laughs> Actually, I write in the journals while smoking a cigar a lot of times. But you may not do any of those things, but they're good. I mean, okay, so I'm not going to suggest that you smoke a cigar. But um, you can sip tea. You can read a book. Do something. Figure it out. But go. Like, go. Go refill your cup. Refill your energy. Recharge your batteries. There are many ways that you can fill your cup and you may do something different each time. Like pick a day. I mean, just do something that appeals to you when you are going through this practice of recharging your batteries. So here are 10 things that you can choose to do to help refill your cup. You can go for a walk, do a hobby that you love, do yoga, take a nap, <laughs> go fishing, uh, take a bike ride, watch YouTube. I do a lot of watching YouTube while I'm out smoking a cigar a lot of times. And it, I find a lot of interesting things there that I can actually kind of just zone out and, and enjoy. Um, try a new restaurant that you've never tried before. You can sit outside, get close to nature, like going camping. I'm probably not going to go camping, but, you know, if you like that kind of thing, then do you. Uh, go learn something new. And, yo, 
if you need to, just go talk to somebody like a qualified counselor or a therapist. It's okay to seek help. There's nothing weak or negative about it. Sometimes you just need to talk it out with someone to get a different perspective. And, you know, if you're a real go-getter, you're about your grind, your hustle, your business, whatever it is, you might say, I can't find the time to take a break. Well, check this out. You got to realize that you should be a priority. And if you make everything a priority, then it defeats the whole idea of priorities. Also, you can't take care of others unless you take care of yourself. Let me say it again. You can't take care of others unless you take care of yourself first. If I don't take the time to take care of my health, which includes my mental, my emotional, and my physical health, then what would happen to my family if I'm gone? Taking care of me is taking care of them. Being overwhelmed and overloaded can at times be exhausting. And lots of time for me, it feels like the weight of the world is on my shoulders. To be honest, there are a lot of times where I feel like I can't do anything right. Remember me when I, when I talked about that earlier? But I will tell you this, that I am focused now more than ever to practice self-care and self-love. And I want to make sure that mentally, physically, and emotionally, I am here for my loved ones for many years to come if I'm allowed. I want to thank you for tuning in to the Hijack My Life podcast. I really appreciate you for taking your time out of your day to spend it with me. If you found value in the information and the opinions shared on this show, then take a moment, subscribe to the podcast on Spotify or Apple Music and share it to your network of family and friends. If you want to connect with me further, you can follow the show on Instagram at Hijack My Life Podcast. Join us on the next episode of the Hijack My Life Podcast, where we are taking back our lives from the control of the world. See ya!